Okay, I didn't know I needed to press stop, but uh, I do. So here we are. This is Stellar Pod number three, Stellar Sports episode two. We are at the end of our day for Saturday. We just got done with OFL Tournament 3 of the 2023 year. Matt, how would you like to start off talking about the tournament today? Tournament today was, even the weather showed us it was up and down. Went from pissing on us, literally pouring rain for two seconds, to beaming down the sun and me literally feeling like I'm getting sunburned on the spot. Yeah, now the, uh, my, my like upper calf, it was the only area I didn't sunscreen. And it's the only area I got sunburnt on, which surprised me because like 50% of the time the sun wasn't out. Um, to start with, we have game one was between the heavyweights and Foster, in which I don't think it was very close. I think I think Foster kind of beat them pretty good, right? No, it was it was extremely close. Oh, it was close. Um, I remember Zion started and he did not look good at all. They didn't score an offensive touchdown. And the only reason Foster won was because Burrow, who probably could have played for us if we'd played our cards right. He had a pick six where they scored the extra point. And so the final score of that game was 7-6 after my fantasy player, Mohawk81, scored the first touchdown. I took an early, strong lead. It wasn't that strong because I had his quarterback. But moving on. The next game we have the Hanson Outlaws versus the Habu. That was a rough one for the Habu i.e. me, because we had really bad equipment. The weather was, as Matt said, it was rainy. I was having trouble throwing the ball. But even worse, I wasn't throwing the ball too bad. I was hitting my receivers right, giving them a really good target. They were getting two hands on the ball, and it was just bopping to the ground, uh, disappointingly. We had pretty bad gear, even when they did catch the ball. Usually their flags fell out, and then it turned into two-hand touch. So it would usually if they got if they caught the ball, which because of the how fast I had to get the ball out, they usually caught it around the one maybe two yard line. Sometimes behind the the, the sticks, the, well the line of scrimmage. In which case, by the time they get tagged, we basically just got a completion for zero yards. Our defense did not perform at the level it has in the past. And Hansen was able to get up by multiple touchdowns and shut us out, which was not the first time we had been shut out, but it was still a bad shutout. I had a hookup on a nine route twice where my receiver had just, just burnt the defense. And I get, I, I go ahead and you know, give him a good arc, hit him in the bread basket, and you guessed it. 0 for 2, and then they drop the balls. So, do you have anything you want to say about the the Hanson Habu game? From from what I saw, Hanson didn't do anything special. Um, the Habu defense just looked flat footed, not really much communication. I think from what it looked like, Dre pretty much had his way in the running game. 
as as a quarterback. And then you you just you can't win games when you get a nine route, you beat the defense, and you drop the ball. Not only does it destroy that guy's morale, it destroys everybody's morale. And you just it, those are hard to come back from. And the balls were there, and that's just a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, no, definitely. It sucked. That was part one of two of today's soul crusher for, for me. Next up on the day, I think it was Foster and and Rusty. What, what, do you, what do you have to say about Foster and Rusty? The final score of the game was 7-6, and that's about what the game felt like. Both offenses really struggled to get something going, and the only reason Foster did win is because they got the extra point and Rusty didn't. Um, and it was – we started out with Garcia – former Shogun quarterback at, at the helm and he we ran six wide and he just as a pocket passer he looked very very uncomfortable um he gave me a ball that was just overthrown wide open he had two more balls to me that maybe were catchable but they were not I don't know if you saw them they were not where I wanted them like it was it was like the first one he overthrew, and the other two he underthrew, and it was just <clears throat> not a great showing for Garcia to start. So coming out the second half, I don't even, don't even remember if I did it in the first half, but I switched it up. I'm like this this isn't working, and I kind of took the helm. And the second half, I just literally I think ran over them. Like it wasn't even. No, no one could really pull my flag. Um, I think can't remember the end of the game, but I think we ran out of time on a drive or something like that, and we just couldn't get connected the second drive of the second half. And so they they pulled away with a seven six, another close defeat that just hurts the soul. Yeah. No, I. Uh... Yeah, the, the, when, once you switched up the tempo and took over the offense, it definitely changed the game. I can't really remember which games were which, so I will get more into that towards the end. But I definitely have a couple things to say. Next up, I'm pretty sure it went back to... Uh, okay, so then it was uh, Hanson and Shisa's, which we will cruise through this because it was pretty straightforward um Hansen kind of bulldozed him sending Shisha's into the loser bracket with the Habu right I think I think that's the next matchup was Shisa Habu no no she next matchup after the Shisha kind of got steamrolled was Habu versus Hentai ah uh, yeah Habu versus Hentai so then going into that one we started on defense they scored we went in on offense i'm gonna be honest probably i probably could have played better could have showed out a little bit more but for the most part it was a bunch of guys that were not familiar with the offense that didn't really work we started off the the first offensive possession that we were getting lots of uh completions they were just literally going for zero yards 
which obviously is less than ideal. We then punted the ball. Actually, we were gonna go. We were gonna go for it on the first one, and then I don't remember what happened. I think somebody jumped off sides. Something small. Yeah, something happened, and we had. No, it wasn't. We were gonna go for it. So and then I don't know whatever happened. I think somebody jumped off sides, and then we punted it. Second de- uh, defensive possession, they go ahead and score again. So then we switch it up on offense, and it absolutely blows. I'm still just pressure in my face. If I get three seconds, cool. But for the most part, I'm just chucking the ball, trying to get it out. I tried to sit in the pocket a little bit more because in the first the first game, I was a little bit more bouncing. I was trying to extend plays with my feet rather than just sit in the pocket and try to deliver a good ball. So in the second game, I thought, well, I'll just sit here and deliver a good ball, which probably I probably should have stopped. But I, I just thought, hey, this is what people want me to do, so this is what I'll try to do. That did not work. Um, it didn't work at all. The balls were still getting dropped. They weren't even getting to receivers sometimes. I think I had one interception that was called. No, that was against Hanson. I didn't have a. The, I didn't throw the interception until the end of the game versus Hentai, which is actually a surprise because I probably should have thrown multiple interceptions. I actually might have, but I, the only one I can remember is the single one at the end of the game. We uh, lost for the second time, Allen. Unfortunately, he was about the only lifeblood we had on offense, and once he went down, that that just it was a blow. Uh, from there, uh, I had just. I'll be honest, I shut down. I I didn't stop trying, but I just knew my guys were not being receptive to scheming. And we were obviously by far the less talented team. So I just started zoning in basically on the couple guys I could, which were Allen and Steven. And then once I lost Allen, it was just basically I'm just going to zone in on Steven and I was just chucking the ball. I was just chucking it, you know, praying. I was just throwing up Hail Marys every time. Just if he catches it, you know, we're going to move the chains. If he doesn't, then we're in the same exact spot that we've been in all games. So I didn't really worry about it. Towards the end, it was terrible. Um, we'll uh, get into it a little bit into our fantasy, but I got crushed to the point where I, would just, I just kind of checked out from there. You know, I, I wasn't in really a negative mood, but it was just bitter without the sweet so i I kind of as we will find out in future episodes this tournament spelled out the death of habu so there's no longer the habu will no longer be a thing they died on that field physically mentally spiritually and shall never be resurrected yeah you kind of see the writing on the wall after i think the second touchdown and then they get the ball back and they go on offense and just couldn't get anything. And it was, I remember one time they were on offense and still was like, this is still the first half. It was, it was the longest first half of the Habu that you probably could have asked for. And then second half, the hentai just kind of started messing around and trying whatever they wanted to it was they were literally emoting on us in the game it was they were fortnite dancing (laughs) they were indeed next up on the games i believe it went to 
It was a Buffaloes versus Shisas. Versus Shisas. That one that was probably y'all's best showing, right? I think y'all y'all did them in pretty good. The uh the Shisas were just not very organized on defense and their coverage was pretty bad and we kind of just picked them apart and when they only rushed two it's pretty pretty easy for me to just sit back there and literally just find someone and put it on a dot yeah i know for sure this is the game where you threw that beautiful 40 yard rainbow to your receiver in the end zone which is super uncharacteristically nothing you would see from matt so you know congrats on that but i want to see it happen again no it was i you could i mean i could feel it i mean when the wind was in my back i just literally putting the ball right where it needed to be and it was it definitely felt very nice yeah no that was a a good ball that was your boy lenny's him moment he me and him have had some not really disagreements but he thinks he's better than what I think he is, and I think where how good he is is probably somewhere in between. And I've tried to tell him to find gaps, and in that game he found the gaps, and I rewarded him. And he he caught two, three balls in the end zone, toe tapping, and just finding the spots. I know Bob had his second touchdown called back, and that does remind me in that first game. We had a touchdown. We had our second touchdown of the day in that Foster game, and it got called back for a block in the back, which, again, I just I have no idea how you get a block in the back call. Like, the, the thought process to go through someone's mind to say, let me block them in the back, just I don't think I've ever got a block in the back call unless it was, like, on the side, which is kind of debatable. Depends on the angle, I believe, in pad, but it that's just – yeah, no, no, freaking Leonard, that was that was funny. Yeah, he got his first touchdown, a toe tap in the in the ed, edge of the end zone, pulled it down. I think he got the extra point and he toe tapped it again. Then, yeah, that. So yeah, I think he had two touchdowns, an extra point, because there's that one touchdown where he was just found the seam right in the middle and just got it. That that one was that was funny. And then he had a couple of receptions throughout the field, but I would I would probably say he had about like four or five uh, catches for like at least 50, 60 yards, two touchdowns, and an extra point. So big game from from Leonard. That might have been your second leading receiver, to be honest. Yeah, freaking. Um, we went up by three touchdowns, and then we went to put our quote-unquote backups in and then they went down and scored because mainly because I wasn't in directing it. And when you don't have that director on defense, everybody tends to lose their mind. And on offense, we get the ball back and kind of showed us where Garcia struggles today. He, he threw a pick right away. And so then now we got to come back out and get another stop before it's a one possession game. And we, we did get the stop. And then I just took the ball over and I think I, took it down and scored again, I believe. I think it was the Zorns. Yeah. No, that was a that was a good that was a good game. Next up you guys went back to back versus Hentai. 
that was off. The first half was uber competitive. I think the first half end zero zero. Yeah, the first half was zero zero. The end of the first half, you guys were like within the five yard line. Well, I think twice in the first half we got within the ten yard line, and then we couldn't get it. We couldn't punch it through, and then they would drive a little bit, and it was those those two drives where we didn't score inside the 10 wound up costing us the game ultimately yeah no it definitely did i don't i know in the second half and the second half was it, this wasn't a one score game right they kind of they it kind of put, one score oh game. it was they okay. scored a, a touchdown i believe they missed the extra point they might have gotten i can't remember um but it was six at least six zero because they got one breakaway because once you get that rain on the flags, it's just, it becomes a little harder and you just got to pull a little faster, a little better. And they got one breakaway and they scored ultimately. But when I had my breakaways, I just, I couldn't, I was so close to finishing it. They just, they got me on the goal line, basically like, three times did you you scored in uh the against heavy weights no okay you did not well then i'll recap this now i remember during one of the games it was like one of the very first plays i think you were at quarterback then you ran it and then you just ran up the sideline and nobody could pull your flags and you ended up going all the way do you remember that play i'm talking about where that was literally the the foster game that was crazy i came in for i think that was my second play at quarterback that was and i just took it for a touchdown I just every time you like you'd think of that by now that I would just know that's what you're gonna do. But every time I see it, I'm just in disbelief because nobody else, nobody else could do that. Like I, I don't even know what it is. You're not as fast as I don't know what it, you just you just do it, and it's weird because I don't know why. I I really cannot figure it. out. I can't wrap my hand my my head around why it works. I th- and I'm 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 speculating here, obviously, and you can tell me what you think. But um, I think I'm like a like a four seven speed, which is not anything blazing, right? It's not super slow. It's it's, it's pretty decent. Um, but in terms of lateral, I think I'm very good laterally, and my hip movement is just you can imagine what it's like for my female. It's oh my! Okay, stop it, stop it. But uh, no, nobody, nobody. Cares. I think it's a combination of the hip movement and a little bit of speed. And the horizontal movement as well as the vision. I think, I think I have very good vision, and I can see angles, and I can beat their angles by a simple hip twist. And it's just, yeah, I'll definitely say you're definitely more mobile than most. You're definitely not as fast as me, but you're more mobile. You're more. flexible than i am and you probably you could turn you can change direction probably a little bit better than i can the question of the day is who on that field made more people miss than me probably let me think the answer is no one well regardless one thing that is funny about that is 
and I was I was wondering about I was trying to I was thinking about doing it, but Foster, when they would run their like eye formation runs, and it just they had super success with it. How does that work? I don't know. I don't understand because we couldn't do it. But for some reason, their eye formation runs on a on, in a flag tournament was like super effective for them. I I just find that strange. I think that's weird. Someone said, I think it's Jamal said that the key for his is that he moves the tackles out like a foot or two, so to give him a better running lane. We'll have to try it. But I think that leads us right into that last game of the day with. Uh, Still saw the most of it. I had to drive some people back to Hanson, Camp Hanson. Yeah, we had a uh, Hanson, Hanson and Foster. So in the so, all all touchdowns were scored in the first half. To start off the scoring, Foster. I'm pretty. Sh- oh, actually, no, it was a throw. So Zion threw it into the end zone, and I think it was batted up by a Hanson defender. And then Foster came down with it after after it flipped up over into the end zone. Besides that, it, it had been close. Well, not really close. They kind of scored, in there. and then as the the half was like ready to go go into halftime, Dre he was all game. He had been doing his thing. Like he's just been running around the backfield, not running around downfield at the rate he usually does. He still would break free whenever. He, in more intel- football intelligent moments, but he was doing his best to just extend the play and then get the ball down the field. And he was rolling out to his left, and Fritz was just literally—he was literally sitting in the end zone, waving his hands. And on the run, Dre just threw threw a, a dot on him, and Fritz just grabbed it. Literally, nobody was around. I, the safety like was almost there by the time he caught the ball, but for whatever reason. There was no, there was no separate. Well, there was a lot of separation, and then I think you, you know what happened in overtime. Uh, I didn't get to hear too much. All I know is that Hanson had, we do what's called penetration rules, which is where you penetrate into the off the defensive. Just kidding. Um, the offense starts at the forty, and you get four downs to go as far into the defense as you can. And Hanson got seven yards further than Foster. That's all I can remember from what I was told. Yeah, no, that's a uh, so to recap. Hanson is in the championship, and tomorrow it will be the heavyweights versus Foster, and the losers semis before they go on to challenge Hanson for the. Championship, which is crazy because I don't think ever since I've been on an island, I've never seen Hanson win anything. I remember they won the Turkey Bowl last year. I was and not here for that. It was they, and it's it's. I think the thing that blows my mind is it's just Foster and Hanson. They're nothing special. Like they're organized, which definitely helps out, right? They know they pretty much know their assignments. And they get they get a couple breakaway plays, right? But in terms of athletes compared to other teams, it's it's not it's not that much different. And um, the reason they had beat Foster, and I was playing on Foster at the time last year, called the Greyhounds for the Turkey Bowl, was just because that team just imploded on itself. Like everyone just got mad at everybody, and Hanson just 
X runs a pretty non-emotional ship. I mean, he he is that he controls that team. Like if you don't put out, he benches you, and you have to prove to him that you should go back. Kind of like Bill Belichick, he has ultimate say on that team, and that's good and bad, right? Um, I think that's great. I think it's great from a team having one mentality, but in terms of getting shared perspective, it's a little harder, right? Because if he if he likes his guys, but they're not actually the best guys, kind of like the Army-Navy game we saw last year, he, he just kind of rolls with them, which is good, but there's upside with other people sometimes. Yeah, no, that's separate. I, I mean, that's good in the tense of when his team is playing a game. So we got that. From there, we'll roll, we'll roll into the the fantasy aspect of the today. We don't actually have the points, but we can we could say with certainty how it looks. For instance, the first overall pick may or may not have. You know, the first overall pick usually goes to the team that struggles the most. So though he was the first overall pick, he went to a shit team. And in the end, he tried his best but could not overcome the extremes amounts of adversity that just absolutely was slathered all over him. As He worked so hard. He might have been the hardest worker in the tournament to get his team there. That That's a lie. He, he was not trying on defense in the second game. But he was trying on offense when he could. Yeah, no, the first overall pick myself. You know, I, I thought I was. I thought I was going to be him. Unfortunately, I was not him. Unfortunately, Lenny was him. Uh, that was in retrospect. I knew Matt was going to be a do it all kind of guy, and I probably should have taken him. I almost did, but I just thought I was going to have touchdowns for days, and I forgot that offensive lines really, really matter. And they are an extremely underappreciated part of the football team. My next QB, the hentai quarterback, it's definitely 29. I think he was the only quarterback. He had a good game against the Shisha's. He also had a good game against Foster. And a good game against Tabu. Yeah, a great game against Tabu. So, you know what? That was a pretty good pick. He probably came through for me. I don't know what his exact stats are. We won't know any of Batty's true stats, but uh, we'll uh, reveal the winner at the end of this. But the hentai QB selection, pretty tight. I liked it. My skill position one, Mon Irvin, he didn't really show out until later in the tournament, specifically against, I believe, it, oh yeah, it, again, the Hanson, he had a couple more catches, but he wasn't that dominant wide receiver one that we're used to seeing. Steven had a couple catches. He had more drops than catches. We're going to leave it at that. White Shiesty, which is Hentai's guy. I don't know if he actually did anything. I'm going to be honest. He did have a catch. He had one catch. Was it a touchdown? Nope. All right. Moving on. Raham, Rahman, Rahim, number 81, oh, yeah, yeah. Bug guy. He, it was like Mon Irvin, he just 
didn't really show up until later in the tournament. Had a couple catches. Did not turn into that wide receiver two I was looking for late. He's one of my later picks, but didn't really didn't turn out all right. My uh, skill position five player Max. I don't think he had a catch. I don't even think he had a target. So you know that was I thought I was gonna feed him because I thought we were gonna run an offense in which he'd be targeted, but the offense was canned when I realized. None of them knew the formations or how to figure out what their route was, which is just crazy because we had literally we've literally never changed it, and you know, for some reason they just cannot figure out what route is theirs. They know how to read it; they know exactly how to read it. They just don't know how to transition that into real life. Number eleven, the twin, he was there. He'd, he was probably your your best receiver, I think. Yeah, he was definitely my best receiver. He he put out. And I appreciate that from him. Unfortunately, the rest of us let him down. You wanna you wanna go through? Well, so let's see. If I had to guess your team's points, just guessing, right? I would say eleven probably had like ten points. It's probably Maybe. under thirty points. Thirty under thirty total points. I'd say between Mon, White Shiesty, Eleven, and Steven, it's probably about twenty points. Because I don't think any of them scored a touchdown. As I said, under 30 points. Under 200 yards. Stitt probably had... I literally had negative points from interceptions. <laughs> and then Hentai quarterback is probably his biggest guy. So he's probably looking right about right about 40 points. I did forget that I had Hentai's quarterback. That does help me a little bit more than I thought. And then Elite Co. He probably got me... Maybe five points in one game. Maybe. Did he throw that one in the – it was a throwing. Okay, so I got – that's probably that's what, five points plus whatever you are. He probably got was. you about 12 points in his best game. We'll take it. 12 points, and then I have the – so this is a weird one. I have the rusty quarterback, which was me. <laughs> and I took myself as a skill – receiver so i think that kind of takes me out of the skill receiver i think i think you huh no i think you get both stats i think what you did is that you just wasted a pick that would have been you could have probably just well yeah you could have probably just taken you without rusty's quarterback you would probably just gotten extra quarterback points could have taken dre and just really yeah no really went for it dre and leonard were the two most underappreciated players in the tournament they they deserved more love i think i had about 20 points in the shisha game and then dino was not there hopefully he gets me points tomorrow we'll see 81 had a literal opening drive like 60 yard touchdown also that is hentai's quarterback so i get that as well so he so yeah hentai probably had probably had like 15 20 points 81 had at least 10 points on that catch. Vice caught a touchdown against some, I think that was against Shisha's in their first game. It was either uh, Shisha's or Habu, one of the two. Jaquel, he had, I think he might have had a catch. Maybe a catch. Derek had an extra point. Hmm. So that's like two. 10, so that's like 15. 
81 had like, so that's probably like 25. Dino wasn't there. Elite Co had five. That's 30 plus myself. It's probably like 50. So I think I won 50 to 40. What are you saying is my guys were bums. Um, but it's exactly all right. I, I already paid my dues. I paid my debts. The, the meal at Coco's was transferred to a meal at some sort of Japanese restaurant, but it was dope. Very good. I think that next time I will pick better because it's hard to do as bad as I just did. So we'll get into it now, now that we have uh, discussed the fantasy aspect of it. What is your prediction for tomorrow? There are still three teams in the tournament. We have the Hanson Outlaws with a automatic ticket to the championship and then we got foster versus hentai in the semis in the losers bracket what are your thoughts on that what are your predictions i think if any team can score two touchdowns they will be looking pretty good because i don't think in a game not against the shisas or habu anyone scored above seven points so sad. I don't think I'm wrong on that. No, I think you're right. It was so. Hentai played elite. It was seven six. Rusty played elite seven six. Hanson played elite seven seven. Hentai played Rusty six zero. So if any team can score two touchdowns, they'll be sitting pretty. But I I just don't – I don't even know what's going to happen. I think if I had to go over-under in that, I'd, I'd probably go under just because of the fact that these defenses are well put together, good communication, and the offenses are nothing special. I, I, there's not a receiver out here other than myself, that can really go up and get the ball in not just the downfield, but... I'm I'm going to need you to pause, sir. Let's take this back to two weeks ago. In the CG Cup, there was a particular team known as the 3rd MLG flag team, unofficially. Our quarterback was none other than the Connor Wallace. The best Lance Corporal mechanic. Heavy machinery. Allegedly. And this just absolute gazelle of a man. We were down to our last seven players. Versus a team of over 15. And we fought. And we fought. And he had a dropped touchdown pass. And I had a dropped touchdown pass. As in we threw the ball. And our receivers just dropped the ball, as has happened a lot in my short career. We drive down the ball in the waning seconds of the second half. Wallace, the man himself, looks off the safety to the left side of the line. Matt goes flying to the left. He looks right. He sees me flying up the sideline fade route. He throws a beautiful ball with perfect arc right up over the corner. I go up and grab it, and the last thing I see, 
Matt Hassenplug flying across my face, trying, just trying with all his might to stop me from coming down with that touchdown. He couldn't do it. He ended up falling on the ground and I mossed him. So don't tell me nobody else can go up. You got absolutely mossed. You went over a uh, two foot tall, tiny ass man. Yeah, Matt just admitted that he's two feet tall. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I uh, I tend to agree with your what you said. It's probably going to come down to uh, whoever can score. I think that with the way these teams have been playing, it's probably going to be hard to win two games against Hanson. Not impossible. I just the defenses with how the defense have played and the offenses have played for a team to score two touchdowns in two games against Hanson. I don't see it. I think Hanson gets one of those games against one of those teams. No, I, I agree. I, that's, that was going to be my, exactly what I was going to say. You nailed it. No, there's not going to be a team tomorrow that's going to go because they're playing three. If they win, they have to win three games in a row. They have to win the semis. They have to beat Hanson in the first, and then beat Hanson in the what if. With the, in th- three games, back to back to back, not happening. I think Hanson gets its uh, it gets a win, first tournament taken since the Turkey Bowl last year, which I was not there to see. So they deserve it. It took some time, but they got it. Definitely gonna be going their way. Now. During this tournament, there was some challenges that I faced in which my guys, you know, when the weather is good, people are happy. When the weather is bad, people get sad. And as we were losing, everything just started falling apart. I'll admit, I got down. I realized I was leading a team of flag football players that were not flag football players and I I succeed I didn't succeed I seceded without the SU just seceded I just wasn't in it anymore I was just hoping and praying because I felt as if as a unit we just all let each other down and I would just I'm not willing to play a game anymore that I'm passionate about with people that are not passionate about because it just it just saps my energy I'm still sapped and it's like hours later all that to say it brought to my attention once more the challenges of leading other men what what do you what do you have to say on leading men in a dire situation in which everything's falling apart and even even in your heart and mind, you you think shit sucks. What what how do you think I could have handled that situation better in any given situation? Like obviously it was football. Uh, as Marines, what if we were pinned down in a bunker? People were getting killed, and I was just everybody's like fuck it. And I'm just like fuck it. If it was me and a fam- my family, and I just lost and a ton of investment money in stocks and my wife is going crazy because you know money is gone money is tight now probably in debt now i don't know i don't know theoretically you decide how i live and how in the future 
or not even in the future, just what what should I do? What are your thoughts on what anyone should do in that situation when everything is kind of falling apart? And even in your head, you realize it's falling apart. It just gives get, expand on that for me. I remember when you first started Habu and this guy was talking about all the camaraderie that this team had. We did have camaraderie. You did. While we were winning. And I think it's one of those things where it was new. It was exciting. People were into it. They wanted to see it happen. And then you could go to one tournament, lose a game, beat a bad team, beat a good, a decent team, get kind of blown out against a better opponent. And then this one, and then in between that, a bunch of players got hurt. So now your best players from the last tournament that really helped you win those two games you did win are not there for this tournament. And you just kind of, everyone sees the, the class divide between the teams and the writing just kind of got on the wall in the faces. Um, and so this is something that I go back to in terms of Marines, football players, life, especially as a man, is you just you can't shake at all because we talked about this too. If if you if you doubt yourself a little bit, people 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 see it, people sense it. Um, <clears throat> and I, I've still knows very vividly the difficulties I've had in the close games right? Where people are a little on edge because we're down by like a score, right? Or a point, And they start to lose their fat ass minds. And they want to do whatever they want to do. And it just, it doesn't work. Um, and I, I'm not, I'll be the first to say I have definitely lost my cool when, when I haven't needed to. Um, but you bounce back because that's that's all you can do. Um, you, you you can't let them keep you down because then you're just admitting defeat. And so before the next tournament, I'm going to be hype again and I'm going to think I'm going to win again. And that's the mentality I bring to, to every, every event I do because, like Stith said, when – it's fairweather fans, right? When you're winning, people want to be around it. That's just, that's life. People like winners, right? But not everything's a win, right? There was a lot of losses Michael Jordan had to lose before he won his championships. And you will lose a lot. And if you can get really good at losing, eventually, if you try long enough, you will get very good at winning. And I remember the first the first 2021 season of flag I had out here. I lost a lot of games and I learned a lot of rules. And literally during this game, I was calling out the ref's call before the ref made it. And he yelled at me in a joking way to let him do his job because I just told him what his job was. And as a, as a man, you, if you know your shit, you can kind of call people out on their shit. And I've seen this on, on, on my job. And that I have my Marines. They they don't know their shit. And I just call them out. I'm like, hey. And you have to just be stone-faced. Be better. And it's never going to get easier. And I think 
the reason, part of the reason I joined the Marine Corps was for these exact opportunities to lead Marines and be put in difficult situations. And I have grown from it and I am thankful for it. Yeah, no, with the, with my guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I definitely was not happy with today. I don't think I was, I don't think I was visibly doubting myself. I was definitely, I had definitely, it wasn't even lost hope. It was just everybody knew, like you said, there's, there's a certain, there's levels to sports and our team was a level below other teams. And it was just so apparent, you know, they, they wanted to rally in their own way, but they weren't good enough football players to have a real way besides my way. So the way to rally was just kind of sit and scream and shout and tell me I'm doing it wrong without telling me how to fix it. Then I asked them how to fix it and we tried their ways. And, you know, Steven got his ball batted at the line of scrimmage because he's fast, but he's not fast enough to escape two people that are in his face as he's catching the ball. (laughs) And he's not tall enough to throw over them, so that didn't really work. But, yeah, overall, I think it was a good experience. And I know what what I learned from it, is it's good to lead people, but some people, you got to be cautious of who you have on your team. Because if you just if you just allow just any old Joe Schmo on your team, they're gonna not ju- you're not always gonna be able to raise them up. If you have a couple, you could probably raise them up, and sometimes they'll shine. But if you have enough of them, that instead of letting everybody shine and bringing them up together, you know unless you're LeBron James, they might just hold you back. They might keep you from getting to that finals run or whatever. They don't got enough firepower to keep you going. One thing that really took me by surprise, not by surprise, makes perfect sense, is this lady, this this chick was talking on some real. She was like, if you sit next to a high performer, your performance tends to increase by about 15%. Counter to that, if you sit by... A poor performer, you perform 30% less. And I think <clears throat> if you surround yourself with good people who have good spirits, who care, who want to play well and hopefully do play well, you will want to be there, want to give more and play better. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. For those that don't know, i.e. everybody else besides me and Matt, what Matt said about going into the next tournament with the mindset of winning, the only reason he thinks that is because we will win. Because we're back, baby. The Rusty Buffaloes are going back to full strength. We will be looking back at this moment one day when we lift up that trophy in October and say we knew it because it is inevitable. It's going to happen. The uh the Shields League and the October are definitely stepping stones we want to hit with our ultimate goal being the Turkey Bowl. That one is, is the crown jewel out here. And personally, my goal, without a doubt, is the MVP trophy for the Turkey Bowl. Yeah, I definitely think the Turkey Bowl is going to be 
also it's going to definitely be the pinnacle. Um, what I want to see, what I want to see happen, is I want to just I want to be targeting you so much that they start double or triple teaming you, and they, it just opens up the field so that I'm just dotting everybody up, and then it just gets to a point where they have to go back, and then we can just keep on just forcing them to go from double and triple teaming you to just having to go and cover somebody else and then just we 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 should be able to overpower them overpower them is what i'm saying i think that they're i the defense the the skill level out here is obviously not the best and so with a little bit of intelligence and a little bit of athleticism you can basically cook any defense out here about 90 percent of guys yeah like it's it's Obviously, they will have schemes, but you'll have schemes, right? And I I think with Stitt and the practice we can do before the next one, we should definitely be able to come out, come out hot and just target, target me earlier, early, and then open up for everybody else because, I mean – Pretty apparent today, with the missed ta- like there's no no one no one can guard me one on one. Yeah, no, that's uh definitely going to be a lot of fun. I think you're right. I don't think anybody's gonna be able to guard you one on one, and I I look forward to you putting on just an absolute immaculate DeAndre Hopkins impression. I think we will. Hopefully, we can break some records. That would be crazy because for those that don't know, the records in a tournament is he would have to get over 350 yards receiving. I think it he would have to snag over six touchdowns and get in the ballpark of 20 catches, which is t- totally, totally doable. I could Catches bare minimum if you're just going to – because we, we already do have that, that chemistry – more so than most other players do, as we've already been grinding the practice fields. Now that that curl is going to be lethal. It's going to be doing. If I get you on that curl to the left side, we just run it around it a little bit more. And if we're in the if we're in the end zone, I'm going to let you know. I'm probably not throwing it over the top. I'm going to want to hit you back shoulder, away from the DB because they're not going to be expecting it. And then when you break, and because not a lot of receivers could physically break away from the DB and go back to the ball. They would just watch it sail out of bounds, and it just it just changes the game. It gives me so much more room for error, and it's it's amazing to have a receiver that can actually make plays. Because all the receivers say, "Trust me, let me make plays," and by that they mean give me an almost perfect to a perfect ball in tight coverage, and I won't drop it. But when you have somebody that could really like, even if I don't give it to him on on the dot, he'll make the extra effort to get it. It just it looks better all around. It makes everybody look better. It makes him look athletic. It makes the quarterback look better. It just it works. So I look forward to it. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We got to figure out a bunch of strategy, but then we got we got some time to do that and put in some work and. We will definitely be ready for the next tournament. Ooh, and the new footballs may or may not be here this week. I hope that we can put in some work with yeah. the new footballs. Two of them. Two leather footballs. 
So that that would be nice. One one of them even has the Carolina Panthers logo. All right. So next up on the topic, tomorrow night at 2010, for those that don't know, Japan or maybe just specifically Okinawa uses the 24-hour clock. So at 2010, i.e. 8.10 on Japanese Standard Time, we will be at the Kings, the Golden Golden Knights, Golden King, Golden Knights. No idea. The Okinawa Division Two professional basketball team is hosting the FIBA Basketball World Cup for the Philippines, Japan, and Indonesia region. The teams that we are going to specifically watch tomorrow will be Germany and Slovenia. Let's figure out. It looks like we got Dennis Schroeder. I'm assuming this is Isaac Bonga. I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't know if any of the. Um, this might be Wagner. That's Mo Wagner. Yeah, Mo Wagner. Franz Wagner's on the right. This guy. Yeah. Franz Wagner. Could hit the roster to see if we know any names. Yeah, I'm assuming it's gonna. Oh, there we go. Isaac Bonga, the point guard. So that that's yeah, that's him right there. The six eight point guard. He plays for FC Baron Munchen. Munich. Munich. I should know that. I'm from a Bavarian town, but I don't. May Mayoto Low. Huh. Nails Giffy. Johannes Vochtman. Franz Wagner. Daniel Tice. I did I not know that. Him. Where's he at? Number 10. Dang, he does not look that tall. That's crazy. I guess these guys are just giants. Who is number 7? Jonas Vogtman. Center, 6'11". Well, yeah, he's a pretty good big guy. I didn't know. I thought Daniel Tice would at least be 6'10". He's though. a center. Power yeah. forward, I guess. Well, that that's crazy. I, I Yeah, did not know he was German. Mo Wagner. Dennis Schroeder. Justice Holatz. Johannes Thiemann. Thiemann Andreas Obst. And David Kramer. That is the German 2023 FIBA World Cup. They're in Group K, and they're ranked 11th in the world. Nice. Let's look at uh, games and results. So they beat the Japanese national team 81 to 63. They beat Australia 85 to 82. Oh, that was in Okinawa too. Nice. These are all in Okinawa. They beat Finland by a lot. The Marksmen. Georgia. They beat in Slovenia. Will be tomorrow. Now, Slovenia. Obviously, we're looking forward to going see to going to see the man, the myth, the legend. Luka. Luka Doncic. This guy over here is hidden. That's that's unfortunate. I think I recognize this guy. Definitely just going to watch Goran Dragic. It's not Maxi Cleaver, is it? No. Okay. Go to roster. See what that Gorgon, 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 Dragic. I think that is. All right, let's check it out. Or maybe he's the hidden guy. Yeah, oh, we're definitely yeah. Gorgon Dragic's on that side. On this guy? Yep. All right. Ziga Samar. Alex Nikolic. Uh, these these names are really hard. I'm going to virtue them all. Clemen Preplik. Mike Toby, nice and easy. Jaka Blazik. 
Gregor Horavat, Ziga Demik, Zoran Dragic, Bein Prebilic, Gregor Glass, Jacob Sebask, and Luka Doncic. Well, that's crazy. It's not Goran Dragic's brother. Zoran Dragic. Crazy. Wait, where's he at? Right there. He played. He actually. Oh wow. So he does play professional basketball, just not in the NBA. Huh. And he's six five. How tall is Gorgon? Gorgon. Gorgon. That's the same. Six five, six four. That's that's funny. So obviously, on paper, I would say Germany would probably be better because they've had more NBA players. Go to games and results. That is not true. FIBA World Cup ranks Slovenia 7th and Germany 11th. They beat Venezuela by a ton, 185. They beat Georgia, 88-67. Germany was able to beat Georgia, 100-73. I don't know what the... Once you get to a certain point, I really don't think it matters. I don't think so either. Um, Slovenia beat... I have no idea who that is. Cape Verde. Cape Verde, ninety-two to seventy-seven. They beat Australia by more than Germany did. I think that's probably a better telltale sign. Well, Australia will have NBA players too. That Josh Giddy, yeah, yeah Patty Mills, Joe Ingles. Yeah, you're right. That's definitely better than uh, Georgia, who has who's Zaza Batista. I was gonna say Zaza Pachulia. <laughs> <laughs> it probably doesn't play anymore. Um, yeah, so that's what they got. We're going to be there tomorrow. Oh, look at that. But Luka Doncic leads. Okay, I think this is just team. Yep. Uh, and he doesn't lead for everything, but he's. Uh, yeah, he does. No, he doesn't. Look. Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. He is the top performer in efficiency per game. He has the most points per game with 27.3. The next, his his B, his number two, Kleeman Prepolik, has 15.5 points a game. He has 7.8 rebounds a game compared to Mike Toby, who is 6'11", with 7.3. He's seven, he's seven foot. Really? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. What? How did you know do that? You, do you think I'm gonna lie to you? I just thought you were stupid. He thinks that I'm not uh, smart. Uh, Assists per game, seven. Wow, he leads his team and and everything. That's uh, that's funny. It's really oh, that's I mean, why. He, he, in my opinion, and I don't know if anybody cares about my opinion, but nobody, I, I nobody think he's cares. the best player in the world. I think if he had a better team, and I don't know if that's his. I, I don't know what the Mavs should do because they just keep seem to fucking it up but so apparently Dennis Schroeder is him he leads his team in every category except rebounds he has a player uh, a performance efficiency per game rating of 18.8 Luca had almost double more almost double at 30 he has 18.8 so they're just a more well-rounded team than Slovenia 18.8 points a game Franz Wagner with six rebounds a game. Dennis Schroeder with six. That's the thing. Only one person taking the shot. So Luka takes all your shots. Pretty equal to each guy from their team taking five. Yeah, no, it's definitely uh, 
going to be a good matchup, I think. I think it's the game to watch. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Are we in the bowl? These are No. We're standing? I think we are. I think we're high up. I have no idea. I just bought tickets because I want to get inside, and then we can walk around. Oh, uh, so regard, even if we're standing, we still have great – I've been in there. The lighting is very good, so we'll see, we'll be able to see everything. It'll be pretty sick. This is the game to watch. This is the Dude, finale. We get to say Those two four and teams. I, I've, we get to say that we've seen Luka Doncic play on the Slovenia national team in Japan. In Japan, that's the coolest part. And we also got to see Mo Wagner, Franz Wagner, Dennis Schroeder, Daniel Tice. I think that Maldu oh, Low. Fucking <laughs> what? Whoever Drogic's brother is, whatever his name was. Uh, what was his name? Zoran Drager. He plays for Slovenia, right? I just told you his name is Zoran Drager. Yeah, which is Slovenia, right? Yes. Okay. Mike Toby. He's he's good. He's a seven foot. Like he's he's a baller. Yeah, so that should be fun. I, uh, they have a. I wonder if this might be the last. So this is the last game in Okinawa for yeah. the. Wow, we we barely got in. Yeah. Um. This we needed. Are you gonna buy yourself a, a Luka Doncic Slovenia jersey? I might if it looks nice enough. If it's if it's white, it looks pretty white. Oh, come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they also look like they have pretty white jerseys. Um, I guess I do have a. Oh no, that's the German team. I thought it was the Slovenian team. No, no, Slovenian team definitely looks black. Here, fuck. What? What? Pause. That is a very white jersey. You stupid idiot. They are very white. Jerseys. Oh, Australia has nice jerseys. I like that that green, that sea green. It's funny. Ben Simmons said he wants to go back and play for Philadelphia. I did see that. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Philadelphia wants Ben Simmons. No, no there's no <laughs> chance. Um. Wow. That's uh. See, I, I want to take pictures like this. That, is that a woman? No. <laughs> About to say, you think what? a woman's playing men's basketball? You idiot! I think it's funny that all these NBA players are basically playing basketball year round. That looks like two K. What else would you do? Take the off season to go home and chill. Is I mean they have? I mean, is Nikola Jokic? Is he playing with Serbia? I don't know. Did Serbia even make it? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I want to look at Germany's photos. Who's this? Uh, that's probably. Oh, that's Georgia. Georgia. Oh, dude, you got rid of. You got rid of his stripe. Wow. And he gave it to Bonga. <laughs> I like the Wagner brothers. I've been on. I think they're just good, solid role players. Hans Wagner is supposed to be more than a role player. I hope. I mean, he needs to step up if Magic is going to do anything. Wasn't wasn't last season his rookie season? He's no, he's been there for like two years. Okay, he's still really young, bro. He's, he is. He is. Don't like, get me wrong, but extremely young. He's probably going to be an all star at some point. Maybe. I think Powell's going to be an all star. Powell. Powell. Oh, okay. I was about to say Norman Powell. Bancaro. Yeah. No, Paolo Bancaro. Was he not an all star this year? I, he might have been. But I don't think so. I'm that's I would be surprised. He had amazing scoring numbers. Is it Bancaro or Banchero? Banchero. But it's pronounced Banchero. Huh. No, he was not 
an all-star. I thought he was. Dude, this guy just keeps on doubting me, and it's, it, it is starting to piss me off. I really thought he had really good stats last year. He, yeah, for a rookie. For an NBA player. He had good yeah, stats for, for, for an yeah, NBA yeah. player. But he's not a superstar. Do you know how yet. do you know how tall he is? He's like six eleven. Yeah, he's six ten. He had twenty points per game. Yeah, he's, okay, okay. Okay, maybe not all star. He's, he's he will be he's he on, will yeah, be that's an all star. Yeah. Think about that. Um what's next? What's next on the agenda? I, I didn't know he was such a big man. That's a big man. Dude, he must have a massive Whoa, shoe. come on, man. What? Leave this man's shoe size out of the conversation, all right? Okay, okay. You don't need to. I will to... leave his shoe size. Yeah, leave his shoe size. Did you know Kenny Pickett has really small hands? I did know that. Have you ever seen a picture of his hands? I also heard Joe Burrow has really small hands. I have n- So I keep on hearing that Kenny Pickett has really small hands, and I've never seen them before. His hands look perfectly okay. Hand size literally popped up before you even type it in. Look, you can that see this. Eight and five-eighth inches. He's the smallest hands of any active quarterback. I still remember the Kenny Pickett uh, Wait. slide delete where he went for the he went for the slide. The fake slide. And then scored a touchdown. And then shortly after that game, that definitely that got banned very quickly. So uh, now I'm confused. Does does are my hands bigger than Kenny Pickett's? Let's just get a tape measure. I'll measure everything. I don't have a tape measure. That's on you. I don't either. I want to know now because if if I have bigger hands than Kenny Pickett, I would be very excited. He's going pro. That they look like normal hands. I really don't. I don't see it. But, I mean, this is also a six-foot-three man. They still – if he has small hands for a six-foot-three, I would I – would all right, this is the only one where I think his hands look small. Next to the ball. Yeah. But, well, all the other ones, like this one looks fine. It's just this one particularly, his hands look small. True. Wait. Oh, no, never mind. No, his hand looks weird. Oh, that's probably not his hand. I don't know. I'm going to measure my hand eventually now. Did you know what is the only helmet in the NFL that is not the same on both sides? What is it? It is indeed the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, oh, okay. That's not at all what I thought you were saying. I thought you meant like speed flex or like a F1, a shoot, or one of the freaking Zenith weird ones or the one that Nick Bosa wears. You did not specify that question very well. That was a you didn't one. ask any questions about it. So. Also, I don't think that's true. Name one. Baltimore. Nope. I, I think you're capping. Baltimore... Alternate, no, Baltimore flag helmet. The fuck is a flag helmet?
So I assumed they had a Baltimore Ravens helmet <laughs> that was kind of like the University of Maryland's one, where maybe they had, but that was that's not true. You know, you're just wrong. Yeah, that was that was false. You're just disgusting. How could you do this to yourself? Okay, so make yourself look like a fool. Yeah, the Texans, Titans, Green Bay. Uh... Dude, I'm telling you. No, 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 that's false. You're wrong. Oh. The Jaguars. No. Look at that. Oh. Is this side the same as this side? No, no. I'm telling you, there's one there's one where it splits down the middle. There's one where it splits down the middle. I swear. <laughs> It's okay. You can take the L. No, there's there is one where. It... But I'm also talking about like, like not some out the box made up one. The normal helmets for each team. That blue looks interesting. Dang! For some, I didn't. I never realized it was split like this. I always thought it was like a racing stripe, and then one half was like this, and the other half was like that. Yeah, Jaguars are kind of weird. Yeah, I remember when this helmet came out. I thought it was really weird. It's disgusting. And now it, it's grown on me. It looks kind of cool. Like the Browns have the same. Baltimore, Cincinnati got the same on both sides. The Jets. The I mean, do you did you see Josh Allen's blue helmet? No. It it is very fire. Blue Buffalo helmet. Actually, I might have. I thought that was photoshopped. No, it's real. He wore it to practice. Interesting. That looks pretty sick, huh? I still like the white. I don't know. I think I think white is just better. With this red, I think the blue looks really, really like, good. It's true. I also like the... Seahawk Color Rush jerseys. The highlighter ones? Yeah. I've had people give me... Very different answers on if I like this one or not. I am, I like it more than I don't like it, but I've seen some better jerseys. I think this this is one of the best jerseys in the NFL. NFL, yes, but the college the college jersey game is on a different point, which is weird. Yeah, that is that is weird. I don't know why that would be to be honest. Oh, yeah, it's because probably maybe because the NFL sells more jerseys. So people want to have the most up-to-date one if they're changing it all the time. I know people always get mad when players change their number. Wow. Uh, that's just a theory. Just a theory. I don't know. Hypothetically. Yeah, it, was, it might might be a thing. might not. <clears throat> I just have to see this again. I have to see it again. Have you seen the cold blue? You know, so there's a picture of, of, you know, Brian Burns, right? Yeah. There's a picture. So he's been doing this since he was like a, a child. He's like, it's always been his thing, which I thought was, was weird. I, I just learned that recently. So, well, they didn't even get to show me that very much. Heck, who is it? I don't even know who that is. It's probably a punter. <laughs> and that, that's sad because this is like, this is like recent. These jerseys are new.
Yeah, I don't know. I think these helmets are better. I agree. What 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 was I supposed to look something else up? Colts blue. Oh yeah, the Colts. Blue and black. And black. black uniform. I have not seen this. It looks almost the exact same thing. Black helmet. Blue. I like when they kind of. I like. I like when they have jerseys like this. Not not for every day, but every once in a while, just to switch it, it up. up. Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay, um, what's our next topic? That's that's all I had. That's all we got today. That's all we have. We'll come back tomorrow with the conclusion. Yeah, we'll maybe have, some uh, tips for the week. Well, tomorrow we'll uh, be back with a conclusion. Some tips for the week. We have Monday and Tuesday off. Easy day. We'll come back Monday with NFL predictions. And the uh, FIBA basketball experience. The FIBA basketball. Yep, yep. That'll be fun. I think that'll be it. So Play some dramatic music. Let's... Yep, that'll be it. Bro.